0: Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Joseph Prince. Joseph is a leading voice in teaching the gospel of grace around the world. Through his television program, teaching resources, and best-selling books, he's impacting millions around the world with God's love, grace, and favor. You can watch Joseph Prince Sundays at 9:30 a.m. and 3:30 p.m. Mountain Time on Miracle Channel. And now, Joseph Prince will share how even a sigh is more powerful than your perfect prayers. Prayer isn't about being polished and put together, it's about allowing God to be strong in our weakness. Let's dive into the message.
1: The human resilience is amazing. You know, a human being can be in bondage, all right? And they can adapt, they can do a lot of things, except to call upon God. You know, it's amazing how Israel, for 135 years, I calculated, from the year that they were, the Joseph brought them at the request of Pharaoh. Joseph had favor with Pharaoh. You see, the civilization of Egypt and the triumphs of Egypt was because there was a Jewish man at the Egyptian's right hand. His name was Joseph, and he invited his family. So at the time, the Bible says, all right, the souls that came in about 70, and then they grew, the 12 patriarchs, 12 sons, they grew, they grew, they grew and multiplied. And the Bible says they multiplied more than the Egyptians, favor on God's people. Amen. Then the Bible says, a Pharaoh rose that knew not Joseph. And he started thinking that these people are, are teeming like fishes. i got to stop this. Made them slaves. But year one, they didn't even call upon their God or their covenant. Year two, again the same thing. The oppression and the rigor of hard labor was taking its taking toll. Five years after that, 10 years after that, 100 years after that, they were still not. They were, I mean, it's amazing how the human, the human strength is. Even in suffering, there is something about God. God wants you to say, I cannot, before God says, I can for you. But they came to a point, 135 years, year after year. And finally, Exodus 2. The Bible says, now it happened in the process of time, that the king of Egypt died. Then the children of Israel groaned because of the bondage. And they cried out. And their cry came up to God because of the bondage. So God heard their groaning. What they got here? They are groaning. People groaning doesn't sound great. Groaning doesn't sound like a perfect prayer. Groaning doesn't sound like a pretty prayer. Groaning. what's groaning, oh! Groaning is out of pain. God heard their groaning, and watch this, and God remembered. What? You know, I preach on this, some of these truths that God revealed to me many years ago. And this is something that I didn't get from any book or whatever. When God first showed it to me, He gave me this title, Just a groan will reach the throne. And I preached that in 2004. You still remember. And it's amazing that this is not tongues, by the way. They were not speaking in tongues. And I thank God for speaking in tongues. But I'm telling you that when you go down really deep, God uses a prayer that's so powerful that, that God says it makes use of man's utter need of his goodness, his love. And, and, and it makes nothing of man's eloquence and his right phraseology. Alright? It just makes use of his instinctive reaction to pain, stress. <sighs> Groaning here can be a groan or a sigh. God remember His covenant. Prior to this, it seems to imply that God had a covenant with them, but it wasn't activated until they groaned. Now, please don't put prayer there. It says more than one time it's a groan. If prayer was the main player, it'll be prayer mentioned more than once. It's groaning, people. uh, sometimes you look at your, 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 your rebellious son. You don't know what else to do. You pray and pray and pray. Sometimes when you think of him, just go like this. <sighs> Even you're driving. Lord Jesus, <sighs> the sigh is more powerful than your pretty prayers. I'm telling you people, there's something here we are missing. It's something that is not taught. Why? Because if you don't understand grace, you see, people want to be strong. God wants you to be weak so that His strength can flow through your weakness. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Amen? Okay, back to this again. Exodus 2, so God heard their groaning and God remembered His covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. It seems like groaning activates. The Covenant, just a groan, will reach the throne. And we think sometimes, I must get away. I must go somewhere, find a place. I I need to pray through. I need to… No, you feel pain there? You feel like your heart is burdened? Groan it out. Oh Lord, Lord. Amen. Groan, groan! Not now, like groan. (laughs) It it, it will release you from stress. It will release you from from, uh, depression. But even then, these are not the main thing. The main thing is that if you read carefully, it seems like God remembers His covenant when His people groan. I'm sure you've never heard that. Don't let new things cause you to put up your offenses. And you stick with that which is familiar. Maybe the lack of results in other areas in your life is the result of not having this new truth. But the new truth must be studied and must be studied in more than one scripture. Okay? So, go to Exodus 6 now. God is talking to Moses, and God says, God is talking, I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel. Go back to Exodus 2. I forgot to show you something. Exodus 2, God God heard their groaning, and God remembered. Verse 25, and God looked upon the children of Israel, and God acknowledged them. Your King James says, God had respect unto them. So in other words, they groaned. God remembered His covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and God looked down at them. God acknowledged them. God respected them. Don't think that God despised your groaning. Okay, back to Exodus 6. God talking to Moses. I've heard the groaning of the children of Israel whom the Egyptians kept in bondage, and I've remembered again my covenant. Therefore, say to the children of Israel, I am the Lord. Seven things will happen. Seven I wills of God. The first I will. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will, number two, I will rescue you from their bondage. And I'll redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. Next. Number four, I will take you as my people and I'll be your God. Five, you shall know that I am the Lord your God who brings you up from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And I will bring you into the land. Six, which I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I will give it to you. Number seven, as a heritage. All because of a groan. (sighs) That's powerful. Even a sigh. I'm telling you, sigh. You know, Jesus prayed like this. We always think like, You know, we always think power. That's power. You know, it's your power. It's your earthen vessel making a lot of noise. Now, watch this. Jesus saw a man who was deaf and he had an impediment in his speech. Look at this. Mark 7, Then Jesus prayed for him. Jesus looking up to heaven, he sighed. You know what he sigh? He's looking up to heaven. It's like all the sigh is not joy, okay? Sighing is really the sorrow. Only love can identify with people who are suffering. He sighed. I seldom find people who pray for the sick. They sigh. Jesus did. You know, love, love does that, you know. Love cares for the pain. Love takes on the person's sufferings in a sense that, you know, he feels the pain. See, so you can teach and counsel people professionally, but the Bible says our high priest can be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He's not there knowing our infirmities from afar he can be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. That's our Jesus.
0: You can watch more messages from Joseph Prince on Corco Plus, Miracle Channel's streaming service. Corco Plus has thousands of ministry programs in the Christian Living section. Every Friday, we take your favorite speakers and curate messages into a topic-based playlist called The Weekly Fix. This week, the topic is the power of prayer. You'll hear messages from Joyce Meyer, Dr. David Jeremiah, Dr. Tony Evans, and Kenneth Copeland, all on the power of prayer. Go to corco.com to sign up for your free account in three simple steps. That's C-O-R-C-O.com. Corco Plus programming is available to Canadian residents only.
1: Pure goodness. The world never saw this pure goodness. This beautiful love. He sighed and then said to the man, Ifata, that is, be opened. Immediately his ears were open and the impediment of his tongue was loose and he spoke plainly. I'm giving you this verse to let you know the Greek word there, he sighed, is stenazo. All right, stenazo. Now, watch this. We shared with you about believers are not looking for the Antichrist. We are looking for Jesus in the rapture, okay, or the catching away, Harpazo. You see, Pastor Prince, the word rapture is not in the Bible, neither is the word Trinity. But the truth is, the triune God, so is the truth of the rapture. In the second coming, His feet will touch down on Mount of Olives, and the whole world will see Him, the Bible tells us, most likely on television as well. Now. When it comes to the rapture, the Bible says it happens in an atomic second. right, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Corinthians 15, Behold, I tell you a mystery, we shall not all sleep, we shall not all die, thank God, but we shall all be changed. Those who are alive and those who are dead before will all be changed. All believers will be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, atomic second. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible. We shall all be changed. For this corruptible, this body that's corruptible, must put on incorruption. And this mortal must put on immortality. Next verse. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. Next. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labour is not in vain in the Lord. And there's the last verse of chapter 15. It's amazing. The truth of knowing, of learning about the rapture, does not make you lazy. It, therefore, is there because of the truth of our new body. Once we anticipate, we're not looking forward to death. We're not looking forward to the Antichrist appearing. We're not looking forward to Russia conquering more nations. We are looking forward to the rapture, which is the redemption of our body. The only thing that's left right now, this side of heaven, the blessing that you and I don't have is the redemption of our body where the Son of God will transform our vile body, our bodies of humiliation, into His glorious body. Amen. And knowing this truth, some people say, study, study prophecy makes people lazy. No. Therefore, because of prophecy, because of knowing about the rapture, you'll be steadfast, immovable, always abounding. Hmm. Are you with me? Yeah. Romans 8, talking about groaning. For the earnest expectation of the creation, waiters for the manifestation of the sons of God. I'm telling you, the cows moo, the monkeys swing, the, 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 the whales sing, you know, and all the different noises the animals make, they are groaning. They are groaning for the manifestation of all of you. Manifestation means that which is invisible become visible. That which is hidden becomes open. They are waiting for that. For the creation was made subject to fa- vanity or futility, not willingly, but by reason of God who has subjected the same in hope, because the creation will be delivered. Alright, next verse. We know that whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. The earth is groaning. It seems like God has subject this earth to us. Amen. And not only they, the creation, but ourselves also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves. And guess what? That word there is stepnazo again. Stepnazo. We are groaning. We are sighing. We are groaning. Waiting for what? The adoption, the sonship. To wit, the redemption of our body. We are groaning for the redemption of our body. Amen. So, I tell you this. You will receive your body on that day itself, when you see Jesus face to face. You will get your body then. But why then? If you know you're going to get your body, why groan? Why groan for, why 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 waiting? The word waiting there, alright, is the earnest waiting, eagerly waiting for the redemption of our body because it has an effect on your health. If only we preach more on the rapture, You will see people getting more energetic and stronger, renewed in their youth and strength. Now, the next verse, before I show you the next verse, I'm going to show you a verse that will blow your mind. I don't understand how, I look at many commentaries. They are not able, many of them are not able to, they tend to skip this verse. They cannot explain it because many of them don't believe in healing. So they tend to skip this verse. All right, this is the verse. Next one. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, what does he yet hope for? But if we hope for what we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Now, we all know that we are saved not by hope. We are saved by faith, by His grace through faith. We are healed by grace through faith. But do you know something, the word salvation, the word save here, the word sozo. Sozo, my friend, is saved, but it's also healed. It's also rescue rescue from danger. It is also delivered. Are you listening? So many of us think of saved as being saved from hell, but safe can also be healed. In fact, that woman with the issue of blood, Jesus told her, your faith has healed you in the great. Your faith has sozored you. So I'm telling you this, we, we are saved here. I submit to you. He's talking about healing, not about our salvation of from eternal condemnation. We are healed by having this hope that we're going to receive a brand new body. We are healed. For the lack of preaching on the second coming. Some people say a prophecy is a dangerous place to teach. But one-fourth of Bible is prophecy. Amen. So stick to what the Bible says and don't go anymore. But the more we teach on prophecy, it does something to your bodies while you're waiting. You'll be alive and remain until the coming of the Lord. Are you listening, people? Next verse. Next verse, please. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. This word infirmities, people, you cannot, you know, I don't care which scholar talk to you about the word infirmities. This word in the Greek, more than 50% is used 24 times in the New Testament. All right. But I'm telling you about 60 to 70% or even 80% of the time is used for physical sickness. It's used for physical sickness. And even those areas where they say it's not physical sickness, it's mental weakness or whatever, uh, I, I can actually see it as a sickness as well. So infirmities, when it says Jesus Himself took our infirmities, sickness, is this word that's used in the Greek. So, notice the Holy Spirit helps our our sicknesses, our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself maketh intercession for us with what? Now, many times we teach this and not wrong for us to do that, to teach this and teach tongues out of this. And it's not wrong. Tongues is a beautiful language. It has its place. But the deeper teaching and the clear teaching of Scripture is that the Spirit makes intercession against your sickness, with groanings. When you think about your physical symptoms, you can go, oh. and the word groaning here is the noun of the verb stenazo, is stenamos. It's still groaning from stenazo. People will learn to groan. Can you understand, church, what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to say that there's a prayer already but you want to go into your room, you want to go into your special moment, you want to go into your right, you know, eloquent, pretty prayer. You want to go around doing everything except the groan. Because the groan means I'm desperate. There's only one who can help me. Groan, God remembers His covenant. But this time, it's a new covenant. Okay? One lastest one! (laughs) Must end with Jesus. Must end with Jesus again. His best friend had just died. One of his friends, I should say. Lazarus. The messenger came to Jesus and said, He whom you love is sick. That's very smart. Didn't say the one who loved you, he whom you love is sick. Jesus waited another two days and finally Jesus went. Watch this. The Bible says, John 11, Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, Martha weeping, and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Now this is not a great word, "embryomia," oh which is another word for groaning, but it's groaning nonetheless. It's a strong groaning. He groaned in the spirit. You see, he made man to live forever. He never made man to die. But man sinned against God because God gave man free choice, and free choice is free choice. You cannot manipulate man's free choice. Man chose. Sin, man chose death. So he remembered. And the Bible says he groaned and was troubled. And Jesus said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, see how he loved him. Next. And some of them said, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench. He has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Now, some people assume that he prayed much earlier or whatever. I submit to you. Heard me, usually when This thing comes, it's always in the context or in the same chapter, you will find it. What did he pray? Let's go backwards again. He groaned in himself, drop down. All right. he groaned in the spirit. Two records of him groaning. That was his prayer. Sometimes all you have is a groan. Release it. Don't be so strong. I can handle this. I can handle this. I can do it. Cry if you need to groan if you need to, sigh, let it all out. Because God, our Father, is a God full of compassion, tender mercies, and kindness.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Joseph Prince. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.